This week's episode is about resistance as spiritual practice. I'm Rachel Keefe, and this is Monday's Muse. I have been on vacation for the last week, and as you can tell from the yard, it's been raining a lot. Vacation has given me a lot more time to think. This week saw some interesting activity. The president signed an order, the official order, prohibiting trans folks from serving in the military. He also pardoned Sheriff Joe from Arizona. Both of these things are horrific, really. And it makes me think of my colleagues who are marching today in the Thousand Clergy March for Justice in DC. And though I would have liked to have been with them, I've been thinking about the lectionary texts for this week. There are two that are particularly relevant for the idea that resistance is spiritual practice, meaning that resistance is something that will deepen our relationship with God. The passage from Exodus for this week is about Shipra and Pua, two midwives who defied the order of the Egyptian king to kill all the Hebrew babies at birth. The king felt threatened because the Hebrew people were numerous and prosperous in Egypt. And he, as the scripture says, did not know of Joseph. So the midwives defied the rule of the king. They did not kill the babies and they made up excuses for how this was happening. And the scripture goes on to say that God blessed the Hebrew people and they continued to prosper. And we know how the story goes that Moses was one of those babies who was rescued and he went on to liberate the Hebrew people from Egyptian rule. The other reading is in the Gospels and it tells of Jesus and his disciples in Caesarea Philippi. Now Caesarea Philippi was a Roman occupied territory, heavy with Roman guard and Roman citizens. And as Jesus and his disciples are walking through, Jesus says to them, who do people say that I am? And that sounds like a relatively innocuous question, but that in itself was an act of resistance because Jesus, according to the Romans, would have been committing treason on a variety of fronts. And he also was gathering people for a revolution. He was empowering the peasants. So the the disciples answer and then Jesus probably stops them and says, who do you say that I am? And Peter steps up with the answer. You are the Messiah, the son of God. Now that doesn't seem like much of an act of resistance to speak those words, but in that time and in that place, it was a huge act of resistance because it put Peter's life at risk. It put the disciples at risk. If the Romans had heard and acted on that proclamation. And I think of these two readings with the events of this past week. And I am reminded how important it is for us to not only proclaim our faith, but to make sure that our actions match our faith. If we claim that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, then we must be like those midwives and resist the rule that oppresses one people over another. We must resist 
the idea that trans folks are not 100% human, beloved children of God. We must resist the idea that human rights violation in law enforcement offices is something that should be pardoned. We should gather, proclaim our faith with our feet more than our words. When we live our faith out loud, when our actions are consistent with what we proclaim to believe, we side with the resistance. And the resistance grows and will eventually lead to liberation. We may not experience immediate rewards, or we might, who knows. But when we band together, then liberation comes. That is the story of the people of God. That is our story. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.